everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from gorgeous Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, Dan, we're going to have a discussion about... We're just a couple of lazy learners. We're, we're, we're lazy. Uh, we're, we're just pieces of shit when it comes right down to it. At least according... To old Rusty Nelson mm. over to the to the Mormon Church. Yeah, so we'll uh. we'll chat a little bit about those Mormons and uh, and what they've been up to. Yeah, not bad. In 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 the latter part, in the latter days in of our show. Latter days, what uh, the latter but, day saints are up to. But you to. have to you have to get through all this other crap that we're going to talk about before you get to that. <laughs> so let's get through that. Yes, indeed. Well, Dan, I've got a fashion story to start Ooh. off with. Not a normal topic for me. Uh, you're, you're you're reasonably fashionable. Oh, well, you're fashion thank you, conscious, Dan. Well, coming from you, Dan, that means so much. Well, because I'm such a fashionisto. <laughs> Indeed. Well, Dan. Yeah. yeah. Um. Have you have you heard of Jay Z? This guy named Jay Z. Are you familiar? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Jay Z uh, was caught wearing a T-shirt. Oh dear. That uh, I, I don't. Listen, you know, he was. If you walk- start out a if you start out a story with was caught where Jay Z was caught wearing a T-shirt because the man wears plenty of T-shirts. This has got to be one hell of a T-shirt. <laughs> I'm excited. I want to learn. I want he to know more. Caught, yeah, he was caught walking out of a restaurant wearing a t-shirt that was then spotted by the worshippers <laughs> at the at Riyadh Mosque on the island of Lamu in Kenya. Okay. And they were sorely offended. <laughs> wow. Because the their mosque was on his t-shirt. <laughs> and according to one Mr. Uh, Abu Bakar Badawi, who is the secretary general of the Riyadh Mosque and Islamic Center, uh-huh. uh, he says that the problem is that when wearers of these t-shirts, right, that feature the mosque uh-huh. uh, end up in bars, clubs, and all sorts of sacrilegious joints. Yeah, and it is an affront to those who revered the mosque. He he was in a bar with that thing. They he, hate those. He was wearing a shirt <laughs> with a screen printed mosque on it. Ugh, and they were offended the gall um he said the letters uh, that the, that this guy wrote uh to the uh, designer zeddy loki i mean they track this mother fucking <laughs> shirt down right um they 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 write this this letter and it says that the worshipers actually feel insulted by the photos of jay-z uh wearing this t-shirt portraying our riyadh mosque oh. um the um and so the designer uh who was trying to promote uh lamu right this island right um which is a unesco listed world heritage site okay. um and the mosque itself is a top tourist attraction sure right uh and so he's trying to do this good thing well so he writes back and he said he apologizes um, he says that only 20 of the t-shirts were, were, were made, um, and they were produced for celebrity friends and that he's advising them not to wear them in bars and clubs. <laughs> right? Also, while you're at it, don't pet a dog. <laughs> they don't like those. Don't eat you can pork. Avoid, don't, don't eat, eat pork. pork. If while you can. wearing the t-shirt don't Dear draw God. any pictures of humans, uh, oh, while you're wearing God. the t-shirt. You're, you're essentially Muslim yeah. while wearing the shirt. That's right. If you could just um, pray five times a day while you're wearing the shirt, we'd appreciate that. <laughs> anyway, the uh, the the secretary general of the mosque, um, he said that um, that they've they have they are satisfied 
with the apology because there was no malice on the designer's part. We need to forgive and be tolerant. Oh, yeah. He's tolerant. (laughs) Muslims are so tolerant. Well, that's that's what they're known for. (laughs) This this whole story is just such a great example (laughs) of their infinite tolerance. And also, you know, it would help them to be tolerant if you do what they want you to do. Here's the thing. Right. Like, uh, yeah. They, <laughs> they tolerate yeah, you exactly. more. We'll, we'll if be you totally tolerant. their rules. Once, once you comply with our every demand. <laughs> I, and speaking of complying with our every demand, so while you were talking, I wanted to see this t shirt. So I Googled it. Yeah. And I've got this thing. And I clicked on the designer's uh, Instagram and the clothing, his, his brand's Instagram. Both uh-huh. of them are shut down. Oh. Which, uh, Probably has to do with all of that tolerance we were talking about. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. But I don't know for God. sure. Well, uh, speaking of tolerant, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm to go to Canada, eh? The Great White North, uh, where in, up in Edmonton, Alberta, or sort of west of Edmonton, Alberta, uh, there, is, there is a church called Grace Life Church, which, like so many churches during this fucking pandemic has been very interested in continuing to church. Yeah. Uh, even though, no, you really, really, really shouldn't do that. Um, well, unlike these United States where the government just kowtows to the... The government is basically just sort of the, uh, the administrative wing of Christianity here in these United mm-hmm. States. Mm-hmm. Uh, up in Canada, it's not quite so so cozy, cozy. And uh, the Alberta, let's see, the Alberta Health Services have said you can't meet uh, for church. You just right. that's that's we're going to say no to that because right. there's a pandemic. I don't know if everybody's noticed, but there's one of those. Right. Well, they meant it and have closed the church down they literally put barriers around the church it is physically closed oh my and they and the the rcmp the mounties the royal canadian mounted police are there to stop people getting in (laughs) you are not going to church on their watch wow well good for them they're taking the whole thing seriously as they should well, and here's the thing. Everybody was up in arms because, of course, it was Easter weekend. Oh, But, yeah. of course, that's when you have to do it because that's when they're most determined to do the stupid shit. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to do it on Easter weekend, uh, regardless of how offensive that is to all of the bunny lovers out there. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I applaud uh, Canada, at least on that front. Yeah, well done. Like, um, yeah, we have no, uh, we, we just, we, we've, we have failed in so many ways in this country. During oh, in, in this our pandemic. country? Oh, yeah. You know, so yeah. it's always nice to hear about And Alberta's are... kind of like, they're the really conservative province. Yeah, that's true. So it's, it's impressive that that happened. That was sent to us by a listener, by the way. Oh, I, I think it was cool. Adam uh, who sent that in. Nice. All right. Well, Dan. Yes. Um, we have a problem in this country, which is our, um, our state legislatures in general are feel are filled with lunatics. Yeah. Just like assholes. A lot of them. Yes. And Tennessee has, has noticed this, I believe. Um, and, uh, so they are, uh, they have a bill, uh, that is going before, uh, it's it's a joint resolution that's been filed in both uh, Tennessee General Assembly. Right. And it would change the Tennessee Constitution if it passes and then goes to the people to be, you know, ratified or whatever, how it works with constitutions, you know. Right. Um, in order to open up eligibility to serve in the legislature. Wait. What? Not everybody's eligible? No, They're no. They're opening it up? They are opening it up. And so I would ask you, Dan, take a wild guess as to what group of people the Tennessee Constitution has 
and it currently uh, excluded, barred from serving in the state legislature. Okay, well, I the, the, the now first, that they would need to rectify. The first thing that I would need to uh, to note is that the Tennessee State Assembly wants these people in amongst their midst. Well, this is true, yeah. Which means that it's not going to be like atheists or whatever. <laughs> this is going to be to to clear the path for I don't know. If you're if you are a felon but you love Jesus, then you can be a Tennessee. <laughs> like if if you praise Jesus enough times even if you were a murderer, you can still run for office in Tennessee. You're Something like that. I don't so know. So close. You're so close. The the criminal route is not close, but you're the, you've got the spirit of it right. Yes. Currently, the Tennessee Constitution uh, bars ministers of the gospel <laughs> to be able to serve in the legislature. Okay. The section of the Constitution says. Um, whereas ministers of the gospel are by their profession dedicated to God and the care of souls and ought not be diverted from the great duties of their functions. <laughs> Therefore, no minister of the gospel or priest of any denomination, whatever, shall be eligible to a seat in either house of the legislature. Oh my God. Can, Can I just say that? that I love the fact that they said that ministry is a great duty? <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, God. Well, of course they have to clear the path for that. that. They All they want in there is is ministers. Yeah. They want yeah. an entire house of only ministers. The, 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 yeah, because it's, it's, it's obviously... Uh, yeah, I mean, talk about people dedicated to God and righteousness. Right. Um, but can you believe that they've actually had... This is amazing to me. That yeah. in their con state constitution, they would bar a profession, right? Um, and well, that profession was ministers. Okay. Like, it's so, just like, what? Tennessee I listeners, uh, I know that there are a bunch of you. Here's what I need <laughs> you to do. Start a campaign that says that all the people who are voting for this thing are trying to prevent ministers from doing their godly duties. <laughs> Just go with that language. Find that language in the Constitution and say, these people are against ministers doing their godly, their ordained duties. Yeah. That's because otherwise it's just going to pass easily. Which oh, it it's will. going to pass easily. Of course it will. Like, come on. I well, I just also think that like that language still hang like just period the concept, period, yeah. right? Like I mean, I think that that they should be barred from serving in legislatures, but for obviously very different reasons, right? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, the reason that they shouldn't be allowed to do it is because they have a conflict of interest. <laughs> yeah, They're literally exactly. like there's a there is a legal separation between church and state, mm -hmm. and yeah. they're on the wrong side of that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, there you go. Okay, well, for those international listeners who don't know uh, U.S. geography, Tennessee is one of our southern states. <laughs> They're a peach. Uh, also in the U in the south, here in the U.S., mm. is one Alabama. Oh, Alabama. Which, uh, which every time we talk about <laughs> Alabama, there's never, it's never good things oh. that happen in Alabama. There are but plenty of good things that happen, but we don't talk about them on this show. Until now. Oh, you're kidding. Well, yes. Uh, it's a, this is a good story for us, but it, it, what it points out is something that was so absurd about Alabama. Uh, and, and the Fufurf had to step in, and they did their good deeds, uh, <laughs> which, God bless the Fufurf, um, the Freedom From Religion Foundation. They are, they're out there doing the Lord's work. This time, it was because... You know, right now, uh, many states in the South are working to disenfranchise voters, but they're really targeting just sort of black voters. They didn't realize that they had already targeted atheist voters, which is to oh. say that the Alabama, uh, the, the Alabama voter registration oath, you have to take an oath what? to register to vote in Alabama. It's a, it, oh, it's not a, it's not a, like you, it, it's a written oath. You just have to sign your name to it. 
Oh, okay. But the oath set ends with, so help me God. Oh. Which is like, so it's like either we atheists have to sign our names fraudulently to that, or mm. we don't get to vote. Like those were the two options for non-believers. So, wow, yeah. Fuffer stepped in on behalf of their clients. Yeah. And uh and and set, you know, filed a suit. And this the suit has now been settled. It 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 wasn't uh it you know, it it, it was it didn't go to court. It's been settled. Hmm. And what has happened is that now the the new uh the mail-in ballots provide a checkbox that says optional colon because of a sincerely held belief i decline to include the final four words of the oath above oh. <laughs> well that was the first part then they said then they allowed you to cross them out if you wanted to i love it <laughs> you have to feel you have to feel so like come on man <laughs> Oh, it's so stupid. Especially when there is data out there that says that, like, people who swear to God are mm. more likely to be defrauding you than people who won't. You know right. what I mean? Like, there's... Right. When you invoke God, it doesn't make you more... Uh, it doesn't It doesn't make you any more... Uh, <laughs> have any more integrity or anything like that. But there you go. So That's now... Awesome. Alabamans, or as the Fufurf calls them, Alabami, Alabamians? I don't know. Is that a thing? What is the correct den denonym for Alabama? I don't know. I, I want to say Alabamans. Alabaman. That's what I would say. But uh, but they, they call them Alabamians. Anyway, uh, now even the dirty, filthy, disgusting atheists get to vote there. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, good. Good on them. Yeah. Get out there and vote. I, recent, of you were, I, I were, recently had to, to do a, a, a deposition for a court case. And, uh, you did? Yeah. I'll tell you about it later. But uh, yeah. in, in, in this deposition, they, 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 I had to swear in, and they were like, so help you God. And I was like, is there uh, an, can I do something other than swearing to God because I don't believe in that God? And they, they oh. were like, oh, uh, yes, you can affirm. But, like they had to, the the clerk was very clearly hadn't encountered this for a while and just sort of <laughs> knew back in clerk school that that was a thing but had to really go back to the rolodex oh wow so you affirm with your what you just say i yeah i affirm that i will tell the truth like oh. how hard is that without the so help me god without any so without any god involved i affirm that yes i will tell the truth <laughs> without any god involved i wish that was the line <laughs> <laughs> your with god is no, stupid but i will tell the truth <laughs> with no need to swear because i am an honest person to god because right. i am always an honest person right yeah anyway all right um i i feel the need dan uh, to uh, bring up stories about how Saudi Arabia is handling uh, Hajj oh, during, yeah. uh, during COVID. I yeah. just think, I think it's just, they've, they did a great job last year. Yeah, last they year, limited it to like 10,000 people total, right? To go to, to, which it's normally like two and a half million people to send on Mecca. Right. And they limited it to just 10,000 and they had all sorts of rules and social distancing, this, that, and the other. And they, because normally it is like everyone in the city is next to 4,000 other people. You're within, oh, yeah. you're within a two foot radius of 29 people at yeah. any given moment. If they had allowed Hajj to take place as normal, right? It would have been the super spreader event to, to beat yeah. all super spreader events. Like it would have just been, we would all have had disaster. COVID by now. <laughs> it's possible um or at least there would have been a lot of dead muslims yes right indeed. and they didn't want that and nobody nobody really wants that oh no um, lots of if we go back to alabama oh. and tennessee lots <laughs> of people really want that they're like oh why are they taking it so seriously <laughs> damn you saudi arabia and your belief in science right 
at least on this issue. Um, yeah, so this year, uh, the uh, Hajj and Umrah Ministry uh, has uh, issued a statement saying that uh, only immunized pilgrims will be allowed to Mecca. Okay. Um, during Ramadan, uh, which um, I'm not quite sure exactly when Hajj takes place. July 17th through the 22nd of this year. Um, that was last year's dates. It's April 12th through May 12th this year. What? It's This I, says Hajj 2021. Well, I looked it up and it said April, and then the article referenced the kingdom hosted Hajj in late July last year. Well, I I am outraged. <laughs> well, I don't know who's right or who's wrong in this scenario, but I we know. have differing information. Nonetheless, I think Google's trying to trick Muslims. Yeah. Oh, that's that's clever. I don't think that's true. Anyway, um, so only vaccinated persons will Good. be able to uh, go to Mecca this go around. There's no announcement as to like a limit to the number. Uh, okay. of people in 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 this article or statement um but um they they're saying immunized which is interesting they have a definition of what they also mean by that um they say that uh, those who have received two doses of the vaccine correct right that's yeah. immunized i would i would add plus two weeks since right. the second yeah but proceeding you kind of get where they're going with this whole thing uh they say uh also those administered a single dose at least 14 days prior mm. so they're allowing that sort of that not full protection to yeah, kind of they, count. they say that the first dose actually gives you quite a lot of protection after two yeah. weeks yeah um and then uh people who have recovered from the infection Oh, they're including uh, oh. this, which I don't know that that's the best idea. I mean, obviously, if it was recent, um, and this is this is my theory as to like why our our COVID numbers are pretty low right now in Utah, is that basically everybody got it because everybody was a fucking ding dong, right? <laughs> um, and I don't know if that's scientific or not, but that's my theory. Um, but, um, so, but they're, they're running with that theory as well. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's wonderful. I think, uh, they're behaving, um, very responsibly and they have through the entire thing. There you um, go. Saudi Arabia is not doing terribly great domestically, uh, as far as like the infection rate apparently, oh, but dear. they have like 5 million of their 34 million population vaccinated. I mean, it's not, it's not bad. So they're working at it. They're, yeah, they're, they're working They believe at it. in vaccines. And I, you know, like I have to say, I don't know if there's like, you know, some strange branch of Islam that's anti-vax, but, um, I've never, I've never heard of anything. Yeah. And, uh, so they're better, they're, they're better off than the fucking Christians. Yeah. Or at least, so. yeah, at least most of them. <laughs> oh as far as this issue is concerned yes yeah <laughs> so i i see so little difference between the muslim world and the christian world at this point it is just mm. i mean That's it's true it's just different flavors of the same crap ice cream yeah no at, you're that's true at this point anyway uh frank yeah i don't want to alarm you okay but a god has died <gasps> wait what an actual worshipped divine being has left this realm <laughs> what, the, what the hell are you talking about i don't know if you know about this but in the pacific island of vanuatu uh-huh they there was a small group of people one of these cargo cults that worshipped prince philip Oh, as a divine being, uh, and oh. now and now their god is gone. I wonder he, how they're taking the news. Yeah, I wonder I if they've heard. I, I heard a lot of. Uh, I was listening to the BBC World Service today, oh. and it was wall to wall Prince Philip. <laughs> Not, I, I shouldn't have been surprised, um, but um, 
uh, yeah, they didn't they didn't cover that angle. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's been the weirdest little thing. Prince Philip arrived. Like this happened. I don't. I'm not a hundred percent sure how it all happened, but this. Okay. I mean, I should be because I have looked into it. But literally, this guy, for whatever reason, they they had this uh, this prophecy that a mountain spirit's son would one day come to the island. Mm. I think he was just like the first important person that ever came to their island. And they were just like, <laughs> holy shit, look at all the pomp and circumstance around that dude. And uh, and there you go. He was a he was a Royal Navy officer and he he went there, I think, in 1974. But my goodness, that is. Well, you, yeah. Now, he himself did not follow that particular cult. He was not. He which <laughs> I didn't join the cult that worshipped him. I think he should have. I think it would. I think it was rude not to. Uh, but no, he didn't. Uh, but did you know that he was not born into the Church of England? Well, that would make sense because he was of the royal families of Greece and, uh, or yeah, Greece and Denmark. That's right. He was baptized Greek Orthodox as a young. Oh wow! Uh, huh. Born on in Greece, I think. Uh, but but became uh, C of E fairly at a fairly young age what well, oh, you attended, have to he, yeah he attended church of england services while he was in the navy the royal navy and such hmm. well, and then of course when he married the head of the church yeah well there's that uh he was he was formerly received into the church of england <laughs> so that so that everything would be proper don't you know yes <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that's very good. Yeah, I just think I just think, yeah, that whole Vanuatu thing is amazing. The fact yeah. that there there was a little group, and you know, they they had pictures of him up all over the place and stuff. They just huh. loved that guy. Well, I mean, he was, uh, yeah, he. You know he what was it a is? Fascinating character. They I like guess. they like a guy who's willing to wear shorts and really long socks. That's <laughs> it's just that's what they're really into. That's what their prophecies yeah. were really all about. Yeah. It was he will, much. he will bear his knees. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Our God shows his knees. <laughs> Kneel down to the one who shows his knees. Yeah, exactly. Bear your knees unto him as he doth unto you. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, listen, if you know of any uh, interesting gods that we should know about, you can tell us about it. Write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There's a lot of show coming up. Hey, Frank. Yes, Dan. We have, over the years, played any number of clips from the Jim Baker show. Because Jim <laughs> yeah, Baker is crazy. And his show is a, is a lot of fun for us. Right. Unfortunately, so many of our country people take it seriously. But... Yeah, yeah uh, that's true, too. I don't know how they take it seriously, because I'm going to play a clip for you. Now, the clip that I'm going to play is not the one that I found this week from the Jim Baker show of a guy telling Jim Baker, who's taking him seriously, that he thinks that an asteroid is coming to the Earth with an alien microbe on it that's going to get us all sick, and that's what's going to bring about the the uh, the Antichrist. So, oh, oh, wow. I'm not okay. playing the alien one for you. <laughs> Great. I'm playing the one where we'll just see how you feel when you hear the first word out of Baker's mouth uh, when he does his throw to uh, to another guy. Just well, Who is that crazy dude? I guess a guy <laughs> named Steve Quayle. He, ah, okay. Baker's going to throw to Quayle. Uh, just... It, this one launches real good. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Zombies that are on Earth 
are a disease like any other disease that affects people and they become like zombies. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Forgive me, but that's only part of the story. Zombies, uh, zombies also have the evil spiritual entity known as demon possession, okay? Because there is no rationale with a zombie. Uh, the best way to explain zombies' bloodlust is this, the appetite of demons expressed through humans. It should be astonishing to people that the richest people in the world, not all of them, but some of them, are into occult ceremonies where they have to drink, you know, blood that's, that's extracted from a tortured child. Now, that's sick, but that's the appetite of demons expressed through humans. The ancient world dealt with monsters, mythological and real. And this is something that is really important to get through. The disease will basically destroy the human defenses. God gave us defenses as humans to resist the devil and he will flee. But when you're inviting, or what's the word I want? Embracing abject demon possession, giving yourself over to be inhabitant, be inhabited by the demons who then become your inhabitants, it's a twofold. What I'm saying, Jim, is they can induce zombieism, at least the appetite for human flesh. But at the, at the end of the thing, it's both hands, right hand and left hand. And the left hand simply is the evil spiritual possession of that zombie. So the the zombie protocol, and then I think people should say, okay, if this is all wild stuff, why does the military have a manual about it when it happens? Why does the CDC even have anything on their on their members, Center for Disease Control or Creation? I call it that. That's my opinion. The whole subject of zombies could be just boiled down at one end to a genetically modified human that is no longer human on the level that you and I or a living being is, then that corpse, that walking and, and animated, there's a better word, it's not living, an animated corpse is possessed by a demonic entity. That demonic entity has knowledge, it has sentiments, it has how do I say this, a purpose to do nothing else but to destroy. And I think that's the easiest way I can explain it. You know, <laughs> I I thought the whole thing was crazy, but he wrapped it up at the end. He really, he it really, all starts to make sense by the end. Yeah, you lost me a demonic possession <laughs> and uh, an eating flesh, but you brought it uh, back with the, oh wait, no you didn't. <laughs> it just went... Oh my God! What the hell? I do have to say, like you did not. I did not hear this one right prior. I, I withheld like, this it is, from this you. This is my initial reaction to it. Um, and so, like the little uh, you sent me, so that I would have the link when I edit it, mm -hmm. edit the show, right. right? So it popped up in my in my messages app, and there's the little thumbnail of it. And honest, honestly, like. I clicked to because I wanted a better look of the guy, uh -huh. right? Because it, it was small, it looked like Bradley Whitford, you know. <laughs> sure, um, lar larger, not so much. But what's great are the beautiful lion and tiger paintings. Oh yes, behind him. Yeah, just lovely. The man, the man's into big cats. What are like, you gonna do? Non-crazy <laughs> uh, decoration, Be not because having a painting of a lion or a tiger would make you crazy having this many in one place yeah having having six or seven, so, seven <laughs> just behind you for your zoom call that's that's getting a, it, it might make you just oh my god a little seem maybe like an unreliable source of information they're literally because trying like, to scare old people into believing <laughs> in zombies oh my god what the fuck oh. are you doing what the f I I you just, <laughs> just I just I don't even I, there are no words no right like you like, like they've literally so broken off, down entirely so, at this point so off the rails <laughs> it's so un truly unbelievable 
and the, all of the conspiracy crap and all of like this, the, the QAnon blood drinking of, of everything. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like, I don't even know. Like I always would hear like religious people, like parents of my friends growing up in Oklahoma who were religious and nutty and their crazy obsession with like the mark of the beast and, and whatnot. These were not Mormon friends. Right. right? And so like mark of the beast and, and, uh, and whatnot. And, and it was always just so foreign. Right. Right. But those same people now are just rambling on about, zombies and the undead and drinking blood and it's like okay the one was like fringe christian and now it's not even what is it it's not christian yeah apparently the new satanic panic might be about zombies i think it should be about evangelicals right because they are off their fucking rocker yeah right like if there was any if there was a satanism in this world I'm afraid it's these people. Yeah. Now I don't believe in it and blah, 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 but like this fits it more than anything I've ever heard. And they're They're, real. We know that they're real. Yeah. And we know that they have a lot of guns. So that's always nice. (laughs) Always encouraging. We let, we let both of these happen. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, we, we, we had a, we had some folks write into us, call into us. We had some, some people, uh, the, the first couple of, uh, emails are about um, the we. I did a story last week about schools that had the Crusaders as their mascot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this one's from Will, dearest Frank and Dan. I was subjected to twelve years of Catholic school, which is of course why I'm an atheist. The sports <laughs> team at the all male Holy Cross High School was the Crusaders. Even back then, I was less than comfortable with being with that being the school mascot. Uh, the school was founded in 1961 and closed in 2004 due to thankfully falling enrollment. For a few more years, they joined the all-female high school across the parking lot, Mother Theodore Guerin High School, became the Guerin College Prep Academy, but that also closed last year for the same reasons. The sports team at the combined schools... Uh, continued with the girls' teams retaining their much better name, the Gators, and the boys' teams yeah. continuing to be called the Crusaders. Well, hmm. now they're gone and not a moment too soon. <laughs> and then John in Ireland decided to chime in and say, wouldn't the most appropriate alternative to Crusaders for Evangel U be Inquisitors? Oh, yeah. I think that's cute. That's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh I'll play, uh, let, let's play the voicemail, shall we? Yes, indeed. This is from a listener who has gone deep into our archives. Oh. Because the topic that uh, she's bringing up, I do remember discussing on the show. Sure. Um, and, uh, but, you know, I I wouldn't even know what episode to go back and listen to see what how we presented our take right on, on she, she brings up baptisms, the Mormon practice of baptisms for the dead, right? right? Which is where Mormons, you know, they think they're offering salvation to people who passed away because like in Mormon theology, these, these ordinances have to be performed for you to get into heaven, into the good heaven, into the, into the best of the heavens. And, so they feel like they're doing you a big favor it's if you nice. die without there's, being able to do it. There's so many theologies where, like, you know, you you either don't hear about it or you you fuck up a little bit here on Earth, and then it's like eternity in hell. So right. it's kind of nice that they've got like a loophole that they've created, where right. even after you die, having not been baptized, they'll figure it out for you. But uh, but that's not that's not the take but, of our listeners. Yeah. So let's listen and there to this. Are plenty, but I would also like to add that there are plenty of groups that have, through the years, such as uh, relatives of of uh, people who died in the Holocaust, right, who have been offended because the more they found out that the Mormons had baptized for the dead, right, one of their family, members. right. So it's it's not just like oh it's super nice. There are things there are oh yeah ways to, uh, you can see very quickly 
how it isn't always sort that of that it's deeply problematic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's, anyway, let's the, play the, the caller. Sort of takes us to task. Oh hey, um, Julie from Baltimore called a couple of times. No, I'm not a crazy stalker. Sorry guys. Um, but I am catching up on your different things. I've noticed um, through your podcast. You're um, equating um, Mormon baptism for those that have already died is something that's harmless and how nice of them to find a go-around for people that might have otherwise been damned or left into the darkness or whatever they believe. i got to say, it's, it's not harmless. As a person that has suffered... Um, immensely at the hands of religion. I was sadly one of those children. Um, it is not harmless. Body autonomy, spiritual autonomy, um, cellular autonomy. Um, them going, oh, hey, we're just offering you salvation. Isn't that kind of like the guy driving past the little kid going, oh, I'm just offering you my sexuality with this whistle. No, it's not okay. It's not okay for their cultism to be given that innocence. It's not okay for them to be able to comfortably use other people to validate their own cultism without those other people's consent. It's just not right. I mean, I would be, I would be horrified and enraged if my child's name came out of any of their mouths, that would be just a horrible violation. So, yeah, maybe they think that they're doing this innocent thing, and maybe you think they're doing this innocent thing. But what it comes down to is they're not giving a shit what anybody else wants. They're just doing it anyways. They're invoking people's names without permission, doing this thing that they know other people really don't know about, and they're doing it for the sole purpose of going, well, I'm going to do it anyway, because I'm so much better than anybody else, because I believe in my fairy tales and how they're out the rest of the world and all that other bullshit. So, I don't know, guys, maybe stop defending your own little bit. But doesn't religion have enough defense within its own ranks? We don't need to be helping it, you know, do harm. I just, just a thought. Love your work. Peace and love. Bye. Well, that's I, I, here's the thing. Uh, I I I think I understand where she's coming from, mm -hmm. but I also think I don't think we were defending the church. I don't think I'm defending the church when I say it's harmless, because what I'm saying when I say it's harmless, and you you can feel free to disagree with me. I'm just going to clarify what what I'm my position is. Mm -hmm. This whole thing revolves around them believing in a magic that doesn't exist. Yes. So, if I'm dead and they decide they're going to baptize my spirit or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's nothing, I'm, I'm, A, I don't believe I'll be there. I don't believe there will be any of me to baptize. And right. B, I don't believe in their fucking magic. Their magic is dumb and doesn't actually exist. It won't do anything. You're right that it makes them feel validated. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I hate that part of it. And it's my parents, annoying. Yeah. It, my parents have been really, really, really annoying in my mind about, um, you know, my dead relatives who were who were you know lutheran right right who they've had baptized you know for the dead into the mormon church and and so i can I, in in one way i'm like you know and my mom like has will end up having dreams where the dead relative like appears and thanks them and you know and all this stuff for for doing this right and so she feels like not, not only is it validated but like they have accepted it right right oh and and i and so there's there's the outrage that i do feel right of just like no no they were lutheran mom yeah. right but then it's like well 
but they were also this other fake thing yeah right and and so i mean like ultimately i mean it does nothing to me right as the person who knows that that my parents are you know living in this little you know you know what i mean like it's just not I mean, it's it doesn't annoyance. affect me it's you annoying. have to hear about it yeah you know the one time that she told me about it you right. know what i mean like but like like otherwise like oh god you guys are so silly and and that's and i agree with you dan that's that's kind of my take on it of like it only has power over you if it's if you like believe in it if right yeah or if and, you choose or, to give it power or if you choose to give it power yeah I, yeah i totally that's there's a yeah like, i mean there's to, no there's nothing going on there like if i found out that somebody you know like, again like there's little things that my mom i'm sure is doing and like i'm sure she puts my name on the the temple prayer roll right, right. um so, and we can get into that at a whole different time and explain exactly what that is but just you can imagine everybody um and so like i i would find that annoying i would only find it annoying if i knew about it right because yeah. like because and <laughs> that's kind of a dumb statement i would only be annoyed by something that i know about <laughs> but like but like you know if it gives her some sort of comfort great fine it's annoying to me um but it doesn't do anything it doesn't change my life it doesn't I change kind of, i equate it to like when the satanic temple does a pink mass for Fred Phelps's mother on her grave to turn her gay in the afterlife. <laughs> like that's okay. That's in horrifically hor bad taste to do that. <laughs> but it only has any power if you actually care about it. Like if, right. if you actually believe in what they're doing, they don't even believe in what they're doing. Right. But and, they're hoping that Fred Phelps does. Yeah, they're doing it yeah. just to piss off Fred Phelps. Right. I, I, To my mind, Mormons can just go ahead and do whatever the fuck they want with whatever names they find in whatever records. It's just them masturbating. And <laughs> it's spiritual masturbation on their part. And as long as I don't like, may, like believe in their magic... Yeah. To, to me, it means nothing. Yeah. If it means something to you, and I think yeah. they should stop doing it. It is a clearly very offensive to a lot yeah. of people. Oh, absolutely. Mostly people who are believers in other forms of magic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and I get the whole outrage over like the, you know, Holocaust victims, uh, those relatives and everything. But like the Mormons have been really stupid stupid about who they've baptized for the dead too like yeah didn't hitler's name go through oh like a thousand times yeah like just and fucking frank nonsense. also like hitler yeah. and Anne frank both <laughs> are mormons now in their minds like have the opportunity to be in mormon heaven now yeah. although you know you say that you're offended by this but let me tell you something when you're in mormon purgatory and uh and someone comes <laughs> along and says hey you out. the the uh the work's been done for you you're going to be grateful. <laughs> no, you're not. It is, it is a little bit of an insurance policy, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, well, we had Graham wrote into us. Hey, Frank and Dan, I was listening to episode 487 and was very interested in your segment on the decline in church membership. Like you, I was very surprised that the numbers among college-educated adults was higher than non-college-educated folks. Yeah. I wonder... Do you think that might be a result of how many Christian colleges there are in the United States? Up here in Canada, most universities hmm. are public with a few generally small private religious institutions scattered across the country. I don't know what the numbers are like uh, where you are, but my impression is that you guys have a significantly higher percentage of people in private uh, religiously affiliated colleges than we do. It makes me wonder how many of those colleges or how many of those college graduates in the survey should have the word college in sarcastic quotation marks. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so the numbers are just being skewed. By, yeah, I mean, that, that yeah. certainly has an effect. That's an interesting and idea. And so, you know, yeah. some, some not all religious colleges are built the same. Yeah, so, you know, too. Liberty University, I don't see as a... That definitely deserves the scare quotes around, uh, you know, every degree that, they're, that they issue. Same with, <laughs> you know, Bob Jones and... 
uh, Oral Roberts University, all of these stupid universities. But then you know hey, you got hey hey their 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 music program at Oral Roberts. Kathy Lee Gifford went to Oral Roberts. <laughs> okay, make <laughs> my point for me them. then. <laughs> but then again, you know, then you got. The uh, in the March Madness, you had Baylor against Gonzaga, and they—I don't know—that they're both universe. They're both proper universities, yeah. but they're religiously affiliated. I don't know. Affiliate. Yeah, it seems like it might actually have a uh, have have an effect on on those figures. Yeah, he was probably talking more about sort of Bible colleges and right. whatnot. But right. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, a lot of the people, if you go to or, a Catholic yeah. university or whatever, or a Mormon university for that matter, you're you're more likely than the average person to be Catholic, is, right. what I'm, is my guess. Sure. Gotcha. Anyway, hey, look, uh, if when people like our show, which we are continually surprised that they do, but thank you, uh, <laughs> those of you who love our show, uh, there are ways that they can show their love. And it is true. If you are a person out there in the universe who listens, loves our show, and has some income that you're willing to part with, you can <laughs> give it to us. And I am going to thank the first person this week, who is Larry, who now I will endow with the ironic priesthood. Larry, uh, praise be ye, you are now a deacon in uh, the ironic priesthood. Well done, you. <laughs> And do we have some other people to thank? We do indeed, Dan. Um, we have a new teacher over on Patreon. Excellent. Um, by the name of Stacy. So thank you so much for signing up. Um, and if you'd like to, to join these people in supporting the show, you can do so by going to thankgodimatheist.com and clicking on the support tab. Do that! Um, <laughs> and as always, Dan... We have our top donor, our Lord and Savior, Austin! Dan. Hey. You know... Our dear brothers and sisters, (laughs) on this beautiful day... They don't really do that anymore. No, they've changed it a little bit. the The cadence is a, is a little bit different. It's well, the two that were the worst offenders of that are both dead. Yeah, you know. But there were two in a row that were like Hinckley and Monson were like, like they would just lull you to sleep with that cadence, right? It was just like, oh. Ugh. In case you haven't picked up on this, uh, this is a Mormon thing that we're talking about, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's. The more the Mormon General Conference, which mm. for now the third time, has been yeah. uh, only old guys and no giant audience in their huge uh, <laughs> building that is affectionately known as the Meganacle. Mm. This time, Frank, did you see the set for this year's or for 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 this semi-annual? No, I've been meaning to check it out. Oh I, I haven't. my god, it was amazing. So normally. What they've done in in the last couple is just old men sitting in uh, in the normal chairs behind the podium, and then mm. you know emptiness behind them, mm. where there would normally be the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, and it would just be just a you know a day well, is packed with with. I uh, mean, so it sounds like every single because there are th- three incarnations now because the right. very first one, the one that happened right after the pandemic first started, it was just in like a theater space in the in the in their office building oh was it yeah it, they like just had like sort of a, a black backdrop and they had some chairs and there was like some raked seating but they brought tv cameras and lighting in right it was suit and then there were just like they had like a couple of guys in chairs and people would just kind of walk through talk at the podium That's right. and then disappear right the, and the, i didn't and even know the, the second sa- one the saddest floral arrangements that have ever <laughs> existed on earth because that's the one where they do the Hosanna shout. Oh, or right. It, yeah. And it looked and it's like just in a, it looked like lettuce. It looked like they had put <laughs> lettuce in front of them. Anyway, this time what they've done, what they did was they created a, uh, it, it, it looked like a, a community theater set. 
Oh, they, really? They created these flats with like this fake brown stained glass behind them. Oh, nice. And then they, they sat all these guys on this stage area in maroon wingback chairs, sort of spaced six feet apart mostly. So it's just this, it was the weirdest, ugliest, stupidest set. And then they put flowers on the floor, which is hilarious. <laughs> anyway. Have to look it up. It sounds wonderful. Uh, you know, General Conference is where the uh, the prophet and, and his minions speak directly to the church members. Oh, so yeah. it's very important. And it's always excruciatingly boring. <laughs> and uh, and I you know I I tweeted a thing about you know how long can you last like what's your what's your Mormon stamina level because oh, I can't yeah. take more than a couple minutes of it but most most <laughs> if you're not so I'm not trigger, particularly triggered by it it's just too boring for me <laughs> a lot of ex Mormons are very triggered by it so they can't last any amount of time and then mm. non Mormons people who have never been Mormon. It's just, it might be like a curiosity for a couple minutes, but you will very quickly just go straight to sleep. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> but during this thing, they, they all these old men and almost no women give talks. And, uh, and one of the talks kind of was talking about us. What? They, uh, they listen? The Is Rusty a fan? Oh, he, oh for sure <laughs> they listen to this show. Uh, no, talking about them has left the church. Oh, the folks uh, who that us who didn't who didn't put in the work to uh, oh, the work to maintain their faith. I know I didn't try nearly hard enough. Oh my god, not just I was just so close. I was so close, Dan, and I just gave up. The adversary, Dan. It's here's, here's he t he lured me away. Here's the quote. You want to hear the quote? Sure. This is directly from the prophet's mouth. Oh, that must be true. Prophet and president Rusty Russell M. Nelson, <laughs> who, uh, who, who looks like, I, I, well, he just looks like every, imagine every 97-year-old man you can imagine. It's, he looks like Mr. Burns. He does look like Mr. Burns. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> just if he would just steeple his fingers, he's Mr. Burns. Yeah. He's so Mr. Burns. Anyway, so Mr. Bur this is what Mr. Burns had to say. He was talking about uh the the obstacles that are in our way. He was calling them mountains. He said, "Your mountains may be loneliness, doubt, illness or other personal problems. Your mountains mm. may vary, and yet the answer to each of your challenges is to increase your tithing. No, increase your faith. He said faith. <laughs> Did he, he then break out into climb every mountain? He said, he said that takes work. Oh. Lazy learners and lax disciples will only, <laughs> oh, will only struggle to muster even a particle of faith. Oh. And that's where, that's, that's oh. just where I wanted to jump off from because that... Is uh, how they do, and it's not just Mormons. Believers yeah. in general just love to talk about how atheists are, what atheists believe. They don't want to actually hear mm -hmm. it from us. They don't right. ever actually give us a platform. Listen, yeah, to 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 correct them, <laughs> but they are a hundred percent convinced that they know exactly what atheists think. And they read they read the section of the Book of Mormon that talks about Korihor, Dan. That's right. That's right. They know all about it. I, I actually opened the Book of Mormon the other day, and it fell open to that. And I'm like, is this a sign? <laughs> um, <laughs> it is a sign that you need to throw away a book. <laughs> it's a sign that you have a really horrible book that you should probably just burn. Uh, no, it's one of the great. It's one of the the old blue ones with the angel Moroni. On oh, the it's front. a classic. With the yeah, that's a great one. It's a classic. It's uh, a collector's item. Yeah, they love <laughs> to call us the lazy ones. We're the lazy ones, who yeah. uh, who didn't have the fortitude <laughs> or the uh, or or the put in the work to believe. And yeah. I just I the, just want to ask you, Frank, 
Do you feel like you were lazy about oh, trying to believe in the Mormon church? Is that Was that your story? Mm, lazy is not the word that would come to mind. <laughs> not at all. I oh. mean, like, it's, it's such a wrestle, right? When you're, oh like, struggling. You, you, because, you know, you grow up in the thing right yeah you want it to be true yeah at this point right like like i wanted it to still to be true i didn't believe it and i was afraid of that fact and i knew that i didn't have a testimony right right like i uh yeah i wouldn't say lazy um i would say so like it's yeah the it's, exact it's the most ridiculous of laziness yeah. Yeah, of course it is. Every ex-Mormon, every belie- everybody that I know who was once a believer in any religion yeah. and then stopped, it wasn't because they were just like, Ugh, I give up. It's too hard. Yeah. It's quite the opposite. They put in the work. I mm-hmm. tortured myself for yeah. Yeah. so long trying to believe, trying to make it work, trying to make it makes sense in my head i read scripture i prayed i did everything i could yeah and it's literally the least lazy thing in the world yeah to to leave a uh especially a high demand church like that 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 has such a, a a hold on your psyche yeah no i know and it's like i mean i will say right like so you do all this work and then you you cross this line where you finally just accept it and you start to leave and uh and then there's a ton more work that you have to do and then you have to like do work on sort of just your own like sort of mental health and your outlook and everything because you know call it a cult call it a high demand religion whatever it it is um it is a fucker to get out of your head right mormonism And Especially if you were if you were raised with it as a child, if it's part yeah. of your the programming of your childhood, the programming of your childhood, you served a fucking mission, right? Like, like it, um, it's in there and it's entrenched, right? Yeah. I will say that there is a line that you finally do cross. That yeah, I don't know if lazy is the right word, but if you wanted to be right, things have gotten <laughs> a lot easier as far as like. Your how your brain works and this constant, constant struggle to like, you're not having to like make things work that just don't make any sense anymore, right? right? And so like, life gets so much better afterward. But you still always have like work that you have. You're a fucking human being. There's always work that you have to do, right? Yeah. Although I gotta say, I know lots of people who stayed in the church. Not because of any sense of deep belief, mm. not because of any sense of like the 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 actual honest you know rightness of the thing, but just because it was fucking easy. Their whole family was in. Yeah, they they had a system in place. They had a setup that they have been doing since childhood. Yeah, and that's the lazy thing. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back on that, Dan. I I don't think like maybe they didn't you know have the guts or whatever however you want to like look at it to like take the the leap and not face their their family you know in in what they see and what they know their family will see as a betrayal right right um but those people i don't know maybe lazy might be slightly applicable but they're wrestling with shit Right. That is not an easy place to be. I'll say it maybe maybe I don't know about the word lazy, but it's not an easy place to be. Here's the thing. I don't actually believe in laziness as a concept. I don't believe that it exists. I but I will say that it can be like if if we're just talking about taking the path of least resistance, which I think okay. many people would define as laziness, I think that more people are in the church because of that than out of it. Sure, I just don't want to paint with broad strokes where, you know, oh, we'll look at them. Right. Unnecessarily, right? Like, yeah. Like, because, like, I'm, I'm sorry, like, if you're sitting, if you're having to go to church, I know what you're saying about path of least resistance. But, like, if you are having to do this thing that you hate, right, and you have to just keep going, and, like, 
I've been on the ex-Mormon subreddit. Yeah. Right? And there's a lot of people in there who are you wouldn't you wouldn't know they're ex-Mormon. Right. Right. In fact, they probably aren't really ex-Mormon, but they don't believe it. And they'll be sitting there texting or not texting, but commenting, you know, on the subreddit and stuff in the subreddit about how they're sitting in church. Right. Right. And it's, and it eats them up. Like I, like I, what I, what I don't want to make it sound like is that we're saying that that's the easy place to be. I think it's a fucking nightmare position for, for them to be. Is it the path of least resistance for their family? We're dealing with their families. Yeah. Okay. I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're right. Like, especially like if you had a family that was resistant to you leaving the church, me, um, or at least my parents, right. Um, then, uh, yeah, that, that's a, that's definitely not the, the path of least resistance. Right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so. it was later on in that same uh session of of in in that same talk actually old rusty had another another this is and this is another thing that they hit really hard that if any that anyone who is questioning their faith should and this is the quote stop increasing your doubts by rehearsing them with other doubters oh geez. in other words Oh, wow. Don't talk to us. Right. If you feel doubt, the last place you're allowed to go is to someone who might actually understand you and be able to hear your your issues and, and, support. and identify with you. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so. did, they, did they pull out, did they dust off the, the old uh, gem, uh, doubt your doubts? Yeah. No. I love I, that one. But I do like the don't rehearse your doubts. Don't rehearse which your means doubts. The second wow. you you doubt, uh, just get it out of your head as fast as you can. Right. Yeah. Wow. Well, there don't you go. That's, da- that's beautiful. That's uh, that's Mormonism for you. <laughs> uh, I don't know what your church was like or or what they mm-hmm. are like now. You can feel free to tell us about it. Write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click that like button. And also on Facebook, we have the Members Only Lounge. Yeah. Which you can find by going to our website, thankgodimatheist.com slash only. That's yeah, right. Tip, yeah, you get that in there. Um, and then, of course, you can also follow us on, on Twitter at TGI Atheist. Hey, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their beautiful music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of you, friends, for tuning in. We appreciate you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.